Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good afternoon, Southwest Florida. Welcome to the Larry Timko Show on 1070 The Zone, where Charlotte County comes to play. Broadcasted from our Howard's Pool World Studios, where they didn't invent pool service, they perfected it. Lots of things to talk about after a weekend of some incredible sports. We'll be talking a little bit about the Tampa Bay Rays and the latest on Dallas Keuchel and what's going on down at Durham. Jake Cronenworth, as I mentioned last week, was hitting 373 for the Durham Bulls. Well, he also made his debut yesterday as an opener. Yeah, and not a bad debut. Fastball in the low 90s, 93, 94 miles an hour, according to Mark Topkins of the uh, Tampa Bay Times. So we'll talk a little bit about that, too. Uh, I believe Bill Siebert will be on his way in, and we'll talk about the epic meltdown for the San Jose Sharks. That was an absolute disaster. You want to talk about epic meltdowns? Forget about Game of Thrones. That game was an epic Disaster right there. And as the OTAs for the NFL start, we'll have uh, burning questions for each and every NFL team. But first things first, last night, double overtime win for the Toronto Raptors. What a thrilling basketball game. We'll start the show with that. The Raptors, they needed a victory last night in the worst possible way. They're at home. It's game three. It's the Eastern Conference Finals. Toronto's already down 2 nothing. A loss would have put Toronto in a position that no team has ever come back from in NBA playoff history. And, you know, and they had the crowd on their side. They jumped out to an early lead. They're up 30 to 21 after the first quarter. Then the lead shrunk by two heading into halftime. Bucks kept themselves in it with a 30 point second quarter. By the end of three quarters, Toronto's lead was just two points, setting up a do or die fourth quarter. However, after four quarters, the game was tied. Uh, two teams were tied at 113 apiece after the extra period, and it took two overtime periods to decide this game. In the end, Kawhi Leonard took over the second overtime with the Raptors winning 118 to 112. And here's what we learned, at least what we think we learned from that game in Game Three. First of all, Pascal Siakam and, and Mark Gasol—they were invisible for the Raptors in Game Two. They combined for just 10 total points on 18 shots and six total rebounds. And Gazal was a liability on offense, and both were non-factors on the boards. So in, in Game 3, you had to get desperate here to avoid falling 3-0. Well, together, they combined for 20 points in the first half, gave us the, probably the best highlight of the first quarter, and energized the home fans in a major, major way. All told, these, all told, these two piled up 41 points. They all put in 23 combined rebounds, 8 assists, 4 steals, and 6 blocks. That production was desperately needed, and... It's going to have to continue in this series if the Raptors are going to want to win this series. 
That's what's going to have to happen. And, and, and the Greek freak, Giannis had only six points on three of seven shooting in the first half, attempted zero free throws, and failed to hone in on a single offensive rebound. Uh, Raptors did a good job defensively on him, yes, outside of that brilliant yet controversial bucket there. I don't know what they call that. What do they call it? A Euro step bucket? <laughs> he was simply just not as aggressive as he needed to be in the first half. And it continued in the second half as well. In the end of the third quarter, still stuck at six points. Meanwhile, he had six turnovers. Ooh, boy. So uh, he showed up in the final period, but it's, it didn't matter. It, it, he just was not himself all night long. All night, all told, he managed just 12 total points. Not what you expect from him as a scorer, and it absolutely hurt his team. However, he did manage to contribute in other ways. He did put up 23 rebounds. Okay, that's pretty astounding. He also had seven assists and four blocks before fouling out in double overtime. But uh, the Bucks, you got to give their balance. It, it's pretty good. I mean, Norman Powell was by far the best bench player for Toronto, while Danny Green, Green struggled to do anything offensively. Uh, Nick Nurse turned to Powell as he delivered with 19 points, four rebounds, three assists, and one steal before he fouled out late. Unfortunately, nobody else was able to contribute much offensively from Toronto's bench, which finished with a total of uh, 26 points. And on the other side, Milwaukee displayed incredible balance. Six players scoring in double digits. Bench contributed 54 points alone. George Hill and, and Malcolm Brogdon posting a team high in points in totals, outplaying Toronto for the third consecutive game. So when it comes out of the bench, whew, you can't compete with Milwaukee right now. And Kawhi... Great overtime period, but the knee clearly bothered him. Uh, he came down a bit awkward in the first quarter, and you saw him. He grimaced, and he, and he touched his right knee. And from that moment on, he, he didn't really attack the rim as aggressively as we've seen from him throughout the postseason. So clearly he was favoring that knee, and he, and he struggled to elevate himself in the paint. So with that injury lingering, he struggled from the field for most of the game. Just 11-25 shooting, still to spite that obvious discomfort. He still was able to take what the defense gave him, and he still put up 36 points. Nice. 36 points from Kawhi Leonard. Nine rebounds, five assists for the Raptors while providing a huge boost in double overtime. And I don't think Kawhi Leonard's stock value just went up, too, because he's a free agent after this, too. Uh, looking ahead, Toronto taking a Game 3 victory, no matter how ugly it was, double overtime. Uh, no team has yet won a game on its opponent's home court. So really, no team has really taken any kind of stranglehold in this series. We thought, we all agree, it's going seven games. Uh, a couple things that stand out that's particularly troubling for Toronto. The first, obviously, is, is Kawhi Leonard's knee. If he's still dealing with discomfort as this series continues, that could turn into a major storyline. The second is that Toronto's bench is just pathetic. Nowhere near as potent as what Milwaukee's putting out on a nightly basis. Especially in a game that saw Giannis struggling so much offensively. So Toronto's lack of firepower overall is a troubling trend, and that might doom them to disappointment when it's all said and done when it comes down to the bench. They're just not as deep as Milwaukee. All said and done, though, I did think that when it comes down to it, Toronto is in more of a desperation mode than Milwaukee is. That's why I'm kind of still favoring Toronto in the series, even though they were down 2 nothing, But coming up, double it took double overtime to win that game. So maybe they got the momentum. Maybe they don't. I, I, <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm still going to stick with my original prediction. Of, of Toronto in seven, but man, they're gonna they're gonna do a lot more than that. And if Kawhi Leonard's knee is really that bad, they in trouble. Hey, what's up, Bill? Hey, what's up? What's I'll tell you why it's not gonna be uh, Toronto in seven. Like it's gonna, like I said, it's gonna, it's be, gonna be Milwaukee, Milwaukee. and mm-hmm. it's because just look at last night. John Giannis didn't even have a great game. No, he had a horrible, but he had the rebounds. But he had the rebounds. But yeah, but he didn't have the points. Mm-hmm. 
Just think about when he does usually put up the points. Yeah. Just saying. I think he's he's going to be the difference. As, right. as if they can keep him down like they did last night, Toronto's got a chance. Mm. But I don't think they can. I don't think so either. Now, I, I don't really want to talk basketball with you, to be honest with you. Oh, I know. I've been waiting for you to you come in. You think I want to come in and talk <laughs> basketball right now? Let's talk. My St. Louis Blues are literally as far in the 44 years I've been alive on this uh, earth. Right. I have never had a chance to see my St. Louis First of Blues all, this this close. Just saying, this close. To First of all, the Cup. last night the Blues won five nothing. Yes, was that poetic justice the way that game yes. turned out? Because I yes. believe that there was more guys thrown out of that game for San Jose than actually were on the ice. Uh, <laughs> well, one of them got thrown out. Let me see. Um, By the end of the game, the Evander Sharks, Kane was the one who got hold the on. ten minute game. He was really. I don't know what's wrong with that guy. He's the, if Here you if you go back to game four, I believe it was mm-hmm. he was fighting with the captain of the Sharks, Joe Thornton. By the end of the game, or not the captain, but one of the, you know what I mean, one of the captains, uh, yeah, end, one of the guys, one of the leaders. Great. By the end of the game, the Sharks were out: Eric Carlson, Tomas Hertel, mm-hmm. Joe Pavelski, the captain, Jonas Dunsky, or Donskoy, is that how I say that? Uh, and Evander Kane and Michael yeah. Haley ejected. <laughs> yeah, so that's Haley, six yeah, that's guys right. in the dressing room and seven on the bench. <laughs> yeah, I, I right, mean, so there you go, man. Almost, almost. <laughs> in the second period, when the Blues were just, it was literally a barrage. I'm, I'm, I'm like sitting there just going, "Wow, this is just a barrage," mm-hmm. and, I, and I'm loving it, you know, because I'm a Blues fan. I thought it was course. poetic justice so from the I. game before, from from game two. You mean, mm-hmm. from, yeah. So do I. I think this, like I said, it, Larry, if you go back to the tape, and yep. everybody can go back to the freaking tape here. I said after game two, I said I wouldn't be surprised if the Blues didn't lose another game in the series, mm-hmm. and they have gone on. And Bennington has been, and I even said Bennington will be good. He always is good after losses, and he has come back to be phenomenal. And and, and that's not even being talked about. He mm. wasn't even one of the three stars, and he had a shutout last night. I know. I'm just saying. You know, I'm just throwing things out there. He, he had 20 plus saves. I think it was 24 saves. It's he still had. a shutout. It's a shutout. A shutout is a shutout. Ten saves. No, I'm, I'm saves. saying 24 saves is very respectable yeah. out of 24 oh, yeah. shots. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I, you know, and the fact that he didn't even get a third star just tells you how good the Blues played last night. And they have, and they keep getting. They just seem to keep playing better. And mm-hmm. if they can keep this, and, and the, the big thing is puck management. It, they are doing such a great job with puck control. It's the puck management. It, it's it, it's when their puck management is on. I even said this yesterday. Watching, I'm like, wow. When their when their puck management is on, this team is so hard to beat, and, and they are so good. And they played. I mean, twenty to twenty shots in the second period, sixteen in the third, twenty to six, mm-hmm. I believe it was in the in the second period, sixteen to four in the third. Yeah, I don't have the holy moly! I believe that's what it yeah. was in shots, if I'm not mistaken on that. And you know, a lot of people are saying, "Well, you know, the the, the sharks can come back from this." And, and, and I don't know, I don't know if they can. If Pavelski is out, if Hurdle is out, I, I mean, you know, and a lot of people just think he's going to Hurdle's going to come back no matter what. I'm like. It it uh, guys don't just come back the next day after taking a puck to the face, and if they don't have Hurdle and they don't have Pavelski, I don't know if the Sharks can come back. And oh, I'm just saying this okay. as a ho- my, as hockey as a hockey guy. I have nothing to do with me liking the Blues. Just my hockey knowledge just tells me you know you lose two of your best players. You know you're gonna have that's to ask guys, guys step up. Plus, is Evander Kane gonna be suspended well, for his that, antics? That's what we're gonna. This is what okay. Like I said yesterday, could not have gone worse for the Sharks. No, it I couldn't have. I mean, when you look at it, first of all, is Carlson gonna play? Yeah, and that's Probably the other not. thing, too. Probably not. That guy, he's a liability for them. I hope he does. As a Blues fan, I hope he does play. Because when he's on the ice, the, you saw it. He gave, he gave Sundquist, here you go, buddy. Uh, Boom. Hurdle and Pavleski have head injuries. They probably won't play. They probably won't. 
Uh, okay. Is Pavelski is a head injury? That's I thought it, it was says. a leg injury. No, they said they both have apparent head injuries. Okay. Okay. Well, he got lit up, you know, and that was, and a lot of people are calling that a dirty hit. You know what? I beg to differ. That was a clean shot. It was a clean hit. It was up against the boards. It was on a bad spot on the boards. Oh. And that's not Petrangelo's fault. And how about the play before that where Petrangelo mm. got leveled? Oh, Donsky I mean, took absolutely took the leveled the with, without the puck, mm. where it could have been called interference. I'm not complaining mm. about calls, believe me. Yeah. But it very well could have been a penalty on that play where he got leveled. The guy literally left his feet off the ice and hit him right in the head. Yeah. Well, and Shane then and he Hill came got... back and drilled yeah. Pavelski and Pavelski left the game. And everybody's calling that a dirty hit. Mm. I'm like, what, are you kidding me? That's payback. That's hockey. Go back to all the years of hockey and watch hockey, people. Yeah. 30... And, and, and a lot of this is coming from the <laughs> NHL network. Sorry, Larry. 32 minutes of penalties in the third period for the San Jose Sharks. Exactly. <laughs> they were playing... Two 10-minute misconduct calls. After that <laughs> second period, they said, you know what? <laughs> our o- yeah, our only chance is to try and take these guys out. Yep. And that's why I'm kind of ticked off. Because and that's why I believe the league should step in and do something. Because you know you want to Mm -hmm. complain about guys trying to hurt people. Mm -hmm. Well, here's a team in the third period that literally had no chance to win except for hey, the only the only chance we have is to hurt them. So that's what they did, and they try. And you know how they tried to. Did you see Larry? And I hope you noticed this. They (laughs) tried to get under our skin so bad in that third period. They tried to start so many fights. But dude, but did the Blues bite? No, no. The discipline on the St. Louis Blues. I've said this for (laughs) time and time again. They don't take stupid penalties. Right. I agree. showed yesterday. I agree with you, but they. But to be fair, mm-hmm. San Jose did kind of take a page out of my playbook because mm-hmm. that's what I said the Lightning should do. When they were down 4-1, to one, we got nothing left to play for. We're not winning this game. Start hitting some people. Start taking yeah. some cheap shots. Let them know you're there. Yeah, well, they definitely <laughs> were letting us know they <laughs> were know? there. They let and, the but officials the Lightning, know it, too. But the Lightning didn't even do that. You no, know what I mean? I didn't. They didn't even try to get under. I, don't even, I know. We're going back to that again, but—, but that's why I got to give San Jose a little bit of credit. Even though they were down all those guys, they really they knew they had no shot at winning this game. They had to do something just to get yeah. under your skin, just to let you know you were there. I just, but it didn't work. <laughs> but it I was didn't for work. The Blues. But it didn't work. But to be though. fair, I'm rooting for the Blues. No, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> but I got to give San Jose a little bit of credit. They tried. You know. Yeah. You no, know, I hear you know on that. They didn't give up. They, they didn't, they 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 didn't, they didn't give throw up. in they the didn't towel. And I agree with you on that. the Lightning flat out gave up. I agree. I can you know, agree with you on that. But there's different ways of not throwing in the towel. And in my way, they they crossed the line a little bit. Oh, without a doubt, a little bit crossed the line. But but Bill, they got penalized for crossing that line. I mean, come on. Oh, absolutely. That's why I said they didn't they didn't fool the refs. And chances of you know, and they might even be suspended a game. So Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. I think case. Evander Kane should be. To yeah. be that guy was just out there trying well, to hurt. Somebody. He was trying to pick a fight. I think they're ruling on that today. I think I'm sure they will. Yeah, they so. probably won't suspend him. I mean, they've got <laughs> so many guys that are out. Or if they do suspend, it'll be like the first five games of the regular season next year. <laughs> like we said, Hurdle Hurdle is the one that took the shot to the face. Yeah, right? Uh, no, I don't it wasn't think Hurdle was. Uh, oh, hold on. It was. I uh, thought it was Hurdle. I suppose. Pol- 
or Pavelski was, was Don, the one that got Donskoy. He was the one that got the Took shot a to the face. friendly fire puck to the face. Okay, yeah, that guy. He did not return, though. He's back on the bench at the end of the game. Yeah, I don't know if he, well, if he was back on the bench, maybe. But he didn't, come, like, in the, yeah. but he didn't come in the game, though, did he? He didn't play in that no, game. No, he didn't. He didn't. Yeah, he so didn't that's return, what I'm saying. He didn't return to play. Yeah, that's what I thought I heard that. Okay, so I don't know if he's going to play. Yeah. I, I would seriously doubt after taking a puck to the face. I mean, I don't know. It is game six. You know, you got everything on the line. But still, it is your life, Lee. Your life is on the line These are hockey here. players. They play through anything. But yeah, they play for pretty much about anything. But yeah. I hope. As a Blues fan, I hope Carlson's on the ice for Game 6. I really do. Because he's been a complete liability in the last couple games for them. Well, and because he's missed the last two months of the regular season with a groin injury. Well, he didn't play he's played the... fewer and shorter assists, re-aggravating it in Game 4. Yeah, That's and why. He, didn't play, he only played two minutes in the third period of Game 4. Mm-hmm. And that was like, and I would believe most of that was in the last minute of the game, last minute or two of the game. Yeah, he, he, has, he doesn't have the ability to get back to cover on defense. No, and no, it, he and can't. It and it no, showed. it showed. And mm-hmm. it showed, like last night, like I said, when he went back on that puck and then he went to throw it out. Mm-hmm. He threw it right to Sunquist. Yeah. I mean, it was just here you go, buddy. Yeah, I don't think he's playing. If he does play, like I said, it's gonna be limited minutes. And when he's on the ice, take advantage. Yeah. Of it. Oh, and the Blues are and the yeah. Blues are going right after that <laughs> yeah, stuff. Yeah, they are, they they are going they right after him, man. Yeah, they are attacking him at full force, and mm-hmm. it showed. Yep. So uh, game six tomorrow. Yeah. I kind of and then oh, how about this, Tarasenko? Oh, I gotta yeah. mention this: the okay. first ever Blues penalty shot uh, in the playoffs, and he scored a goal. Make it three nothing. And that was huge. Yeah, that was that was that was in my opinion when when he hit that, I went, wow, this game could very well be over. And then we scored again after. I was like, this game's done. Mm-hmm. I was like, in the second period, I knew that the Blues had this game won. Yeah, knew it, just knew it. And we were just we were destroyed. I, we destroyed them. Oh, they do. But the thing is, I kind of want to see San Jose win because I want to see Boston just sit there and rust. No, but it doesn't matter. The, the Stanley Cup Finals aren't until next Monday, uh, so everybody's going to sit and rust. Okay, so still, you know what? Long, lingers, I want to end, I wanna end this as a Blues fan. End I want it, this end ended it tomorrow. End it tomorrow. Play Gloria into the Stanley Cup Finals. Blues and Bruins. Yes. Wow. And you know, here's the funny thing about that. Mm. Um, I believe I have to go back. I have to remember this. If it's 49 years, or if it was 1949. Uh, the last time the St. Louis Blues, I think the only time the St. Louis Blues uh, made the Stanley Cup Finals. Wow. And it was before I was born. I know that because it was either 49 years ago or 1949. I can't remember. I have to look that up, actually. Uh, but guess who they played? The Bruins. Yeah. Of course. So it's the, it's the, say, it's the, it's the rematch. It's the rematch. And yeah. here's the thing, Larry. Unless you are from a Boston, unless you are a Boston native, uh-huh. or unless you are a complete bandwagon Boston fan, which there's tons, which of there those. are tons of those, you will not be rooting for the Bruins. No. And I'll tell you why. You want to know why? Hmm. So the Blues are going to have a lot of people on our side if they can get this far, or the Sharks. Whoever wins this, the rest of the series is going to have a lot of people on their side. And this is why, because nobody, unless you're a Boston native or a bandwagoner, want to see in the same year <laughs> you're right the Red that. Sox, the uh-huh. Patriots, and the Bruins all claim. The big prize of their sport. Yeah, I agree. the three major sports all belong to Boston. No, we can't have that. Nope, the, we cannot have that. We I, I, no. I'm sorry. That doesn't. And that would be. I'd be saying this if it was New York, if it was anybody, not just Boston. Yeah. Just so people don't get on me about that. Oh yeah. But and no, no, no. Especially Boston. Oh, I no. told you. If, if whoever plays Boston, I'm rooting for. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter what sport it is. Yeah, at this me point. too. Even I, if the Sharks I've seen get Boston there. win enough championships in my yeah. lifetime to last me. I'm ready yeah. to. <laughs> Even if San Jose gets there and they somehow do pull off this miracle. Yeah. Uh, comeback. They could, and they could very well do it. I've, I've, I've seen. We've up. seen teams come back. Yeah, they are. But they're just, I just they're too I banged agree up to with you. Cup. I agree with you from a professional standpoint. I completely agree with you. And it has nothing to do with me back in the Blues. I think the Blues really do ha- have this. I mean, it's just it, the matter of going out and, co- and getting it done. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you said, I believe San Jose is really banged up. It's going to take one heck of an effort for them yeah. just to get 
one win. The I Blues think. have to have a really bad so, game. <laughs> yeah, and, and the Blues can't do that. Yeah. The Blues know what they have to do. They're on a mission, yeah. man. And if you and if you actually go back, I the only mean, way they lose this game is the Blues lose. You, you got to remember, this team's been on a mission since January to get back. Oh yeah, and, and they have, mm-hmm. and it's been amazing. It's been an amazing run for this team. And there, and there's a thing on YouTube, I believe it's Sportsnet or something, and uh, I got to check it. I haven't seen it myself, but a friend of mine told me about it, and it's all about their amazing comeback. Uh, this season to get to the point that we're at and to a point that where they've never been in, in the last 50 years, you know? So cool. it's really amazing, man. Really amazing. Awesome. Well, congratulations. Yeah, almost. We'll, we'll see. Almost. We'll find it tomorrow. If, I, if they win tomorrow, come in on Wednesday, play Gloria. All right. All right. <laughs> Definitely will. All right. We'll take our first break. we come back. I got some baseball chatter and yeah. we'll talk some NFL yeah, news as well. Yeah, the are struggling, man. They got to get some help. Uh, I think it's pitching right now. Actually, I, I've got... Brandon, uh, hey, Brandon Lau got out of right. it last night, yesterday. Right. I pitched... A trade idea to my son because I heard rumors. I, 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 you know what? I'll talk about this after the break. On yeah. 1070 The Zone, where Charlotte County comes to play. What's he got in his mind? Uh, we're starting from scratch, I guess. 1070 The Zone, home of Charlotte County's very own Larry Timko Show, weekdays at noon, where Charlotte County comes to play. Online at 1070thezone.com. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the nationwide keyword SUPER to 200-200. You'll get a confirmation text and info. Standard data and message rates apply in this nationwide contest. That's SUPER to 200-200. Hey, guys. Feeling run down, moody, or just feeling old? Could it be low T? Dr. James Derespino at the Center for Men's Health invites you to get the facts at C4MH.com. Then with the C4MH.com online express treatment program, you can have prepaid local lab orders within hours. Total cost, $45. Yes, low T labs and exam, $45. And guys, low T treatment at C4MH.com is safe, affordable, and convenient with 16 locations on Florida's West Coast. C4MH.com, the leaders in low T care. Hi, this is Bob Alexander. Joining me right now is Chris Freeland of Harbor Nissan, a longtime friend. Chris, when it comes to a pool, you don't have time to do all that pool work, do you? Oh, no. And you know how much we love service. I'm in the service industry myself. So when you see good service, you really appreciate that. And that's what Howard's Pool World provides for us. We know they're going to show up. We know they're going to do the right job. And there's no question about it. So it's Howard's Pool World for us. Always will be and always has been. Give them a call. Howard's Pool World, 625-6007. They did not invent pool service, but they perfected it. State license number, CPC 053310. What's the deal with the Dan Patrick Show? Dan Patrick. Things are about to get interesting because this is one of the richer free agent classes in league history. You got Kevin Durant and Kawhi Leonard on the open market. We don't know what's going to happen to Kyrie. So I can't help but think that something is lost in all of this because we're focusing on the future of team building instead of what has already been built. Golden State has built something pretty incredible. Dan Patrick. Weekdays, 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Curb appeal. You know it when you see it. And with the Home Depot, you can absolutely get it. Boost your curb appeal with the best brands at the best prices. From new garage doors to colorful flowers. From exterior lights to a new coat of paint. From inspiration to installation. You can do it. Or let the Home Depot do it for you. Visit homedepot.com services for more information on installing your next project. The Home Depot. More saving. More doing. U.S. only. See store for details. 
The iHeartRadio app has become number one for podcasts with a catalog that has exploded to over a quarter million of the best podcasts from around the globe. Hello, friends. This is Ron Burgundy. It's Jake Brennan, host of Disgraceland. And I'm Chelsea Handler, and you can find Life Will Be the Death of Me on the free iHeartRadio app. The iHeartRadio app makes it easy to find the perfect podcast for you. Get the entire universe of audio with one touch. Your music, your stations, and now number one for podcasts. iHeartRadio. Sunday, the Rays were looking to win a series in New York against the Yankees, and early on it looked like that certainly was a possibility. Swing and a high fly ball. Right center field and deep. Hicks going back. He looks up, and it is over the bullpen. Brandon Lau with a ginormous three-run homer, and he gives the Rays a 5-3 lead here in the third. The Rays hit three homers in the first three innings of Sunday's contest, but in the end, they just walked too many batters. Stanek in the 3-2 to Morales. Inside ball four, it's 7-5 Yankees. This is hard to watch. Five walks in the inning? You don't deserve to win when you're doing that. One of five walks in a seven-run six, one of nine for the Rays in the game. They lose 13-5 and drop the series. Off Monday, the Rays host the Dodgers Tuesday. With a Rays report, I'm Neil Solons. Catch the Rays all season on the Rays Radio Network. For tickets, visit RaysBaseball.com. Where Charlotte County comes to play. 1070 The Zone. Listen to this disc jockey's introduction to Montavani's Lazy Guy. Welcome back to the Larry Timko Show on 1070 The Zone, where Charlotte County comes to play. Broadcasting from our Howard's Pool World Studios, Bill Siebert in our Howard's Pool World Studio. We're going to talk a little baseball first, and we'll get to NFL a little bit later. But you talked about, during the break, the Rays are struggling. Uh, Obviously, they need some pitching. Mm -hmm. Could use a little offense. Our offense has been in a little bit of a funk. Kind of knew that was going to happen, even though Brandon Loud did snap out of it, and Austin Meadows is still hitting like a champ. All right. I heard on MLB Network... And I also read it down the Washington Observer online, but I can't confirm this anywhere else. So this is pure speculation at this point. But I'm hearing that if the Washington Nationals fall out of contention by July 31st, they'd be willing to listen to offers for Anthony Rendon, who's a free agent after the end of this year, and Max Scherzer, who I believe still has three years left on his contract. Uh, It was a seven-year, $210 million contract he signed in 2015. All right. Imagine Max Scherzer and Anthony Rendon in Tampa. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but yeah, you put I, Rendon at third base, you move Diaz over to first. Oh, it's definitely a great dream. But I, Could you imagine any series, Max Scherzer, Blake Snell, Charlie Morton, Tyler Glass now? <laughs> oh, my goodness. I, I, I now don't know how much this will happen, but I think there's a better chance of Dallas Keuchel coming here than that. Oh, well, right now, the latest on Padres, Keuchel has um, him on the Padres. Yeah, the Padres. Padres. But I don't know. From what I'm hearing, the Padres... Uh, I don't know if they're interested or not. Well, yeah, it doesn't appear they have interest in free agent left-hander. Yeah, so it's so that might not be the case, to be honest with you. Um, and I'm just kind of looking over things. Is Trevor Bauer still? Uh, that's what they're saying. Dating back to the offseason, reports have tied the Padres to several controllable controllable hurlers. Most recently, Trevor Bauer, though that deal didn't pan out. Uh, the Padres' unsuccessful pursuits on the trade front have left them with a youth-laden rotation, which is kind of in a missed bag. Chris Paddock, Matt Stram, 
Joey Lucchese, mm-hmm. Eric Lauer, Nick Margavis, yeah. and Kyle Quintrill have all made starts this year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, and, and to be honest with you, Lauer and Lucchese aren't bad. Neither is Stram and Paddock. I mean, those four guys aren't bad. They haven't really been... To me, they're, they're, the Padres are really just missing one or two good pitchers on that staff. To, mm-hmm. to, and I mean, one like one starter, one reliever, because I, I or even two starters and move one of these guys to the bullpen. Bullpen, because yep. um, these guys have all been pretty good at times. So yep. I mean, it, they're they, they're young, but the Padres really do have a, a very good future. I think they've got one of the best minor league systems in baseball. And you look at what these kids have done. I mean, to to this point this year, they've been surprising too. I didn't think they'd be nearly this good, even with Machado. And they're actually they they've been up there all year. So you're so far thus far. It's been I, early, I still but expect them to fade. I do too. I do too. But uh, but for them to come out and play this well early, mm-hmm. I think it just shows something. I think it shows they are building a little bit there. Well, so. the Mariners started the season what eleven and two. They're in last place yeah, in the no, AOS now. They, yeah, exactly. But what are the Padres? Let me look where the Padres are at. Actually. Yeah, I don't have the standings of right Yeah, I'm going to pull those up I just real know quick. the Mariners are in last place. And they may, the start. Padres may even be starting to fall a little bit. Yeah. I know. Um, I just I know the Yankees started. An I know the Diamondbacks yesterday. and Dod- Dodgers, of course, they were off to a huge start. Yeah. I know they've been. Great. So the Yankees are obviously going to be pursuing a starting pitcher. Oh yeah, the Yan- well the Yankees now a half game in front of the Rays too. Yeah. I mean, you I just you know that. if the Rays are willing to pay the price, you know we have the assets to trade away. Yeah, you know, you know? the Padres they're seven and a half out, but they're twenty three and twenty four, mm-hmm. so they're they're right at five hundred. I mean, you look at like like what you said um, in the American League. Um, who was it you just said? Um, the the Mariners yeah yeah they're twenty three and twenty six so mm-hmm. I mean even they're only three games under five hundred but you they, know but after that hot start they yeah, were eleven that, and two exactly now exactly. they're playing as good as the Marlins are even yeah. though the Marlins had a great series against the Mets this weekend that would, that's what we're hoping doesn't happen with the Tampa Bay Rays right now. with Lucky Land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom. Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Now, because the Rays have really been slumping. Yep. We, we can't, you know, we got off such a hot start yeah. ourselves we got to make sure that we don't fall off that ladder either. Yeah. Well, it's a weird schedule. I mean, they're off today. Then they play the yeah. Dodgers in L.A., you know, before coming home next weekend. Not happy road. about them being off today. Yeah. Well, that, they don't have an – after off today, they are they don't have another off day for like a month. It's weird. Yeah. You know, two days off after a three-day – well, they get a they had Thursday That's off That's what I mean. Monday it could off. be more spread out. You know, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't feel like they needed to have today off. Yeah, it's just – well, they had to make that trip to L.A. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, that's the thing. Just, yeah, they're playing the I don't Dodgers. like their schedule, man. I think their schedule, they got kind of hosed on their schedule Well, I said that at the beginning bit. of the year. I was yeah. like, man, did you see the schedule? It's hard. Yeah, I remember you saying hard. that. I remember talking about that, too. A lot too, of West, so. West – short West Coast trips, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. I was like, that's just odd. Cardinals are falling off a little bit, too, there. And that's because mainly the Cubs got red hot. 
Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, the Cardinals, again, 3-7 and seven over our last 10. They've got to improve. They've got to pick it up a little bit there, Larry. Carlos Martinez uh, to the bullpen right now. Yeah. And, uh, that may, you know, maybe Dallas Keuchel's a good spot for St. Louis to go after him. You know, they could use some starting pitching there to they help do. Wainwright. Well, that's the problem. Wainwright's not the Adam Wainwright. Well, and, no. It, and even Flaherty's not as good as he was last year either so far. Mm, well, they're young. They that's the problem. Yeah, Everyone's still young. I mean, I mean, they're using what's the Leon. But that's what I'm saying. We went out and we shirred up our, our lineup a little bit. We went out and got big, big Goldschmidt, who's been definitely worth getting. Osuna's been red hot mostly for most of yeah. the year. You know, so these guys that we've gone out and gotten in free agency for the hitting wise have helped, but we really haven't done much well, with our pitching staff. Mikolos really is not having the same year he had last no, year. Exactly. That's what I'm I saying. told you. Adam Wainwright was done. He should be in a yeah. bullpen guy. I, at this I point. told you. Yeah. So I said that last year. I don't know why they mm-hmm. just don't move him to the bullpen. Yep. At this point. Where I thought Carlos Martinez has been hurt. He just came off the DL. They're working him back from the bullpen, stretching mm-hmm. him out. Uh, we're playing with Dakota Hudson, who shouldn't, who should be a Triple A right now, yeah. but he's pitching up here because of the shortage. That's of what injuries. I'm saying. If anybody needs uh, a Dallas Keuchel, Dakota, or... is it Daniel Hudson or no Dakota Hudson? Dakota Hudson, yeah, you Dakota Hudson. It, yeah. I had it right. I was going to say. Uh, yeah. Then they're using uh, Ponce de Leon, who I don't think is ready yet either. Actually, he should be in the bullpen. He has, he has times of he, yeah, he could. But be he's in a bullpen, bullpen guy. Yeah. He, you know, he's not he's not stre- he's not a good starter. After he's three, a good he's a good spot starter. After I'll the second that. time around in the lineup, they hit he's, him. <laughs> yeah, but he's a, he's a good guy to throw in there for for the first four innings of a game, so to speak. See, there's five guys. Get him, out, I mean, you get, get him out, yeah. go to the bullpen, make it a bullpen day. Yeah. That's that's one thing the Cardinals could do with him. But, mm-hmm. you know, they don't. I, I, I don't know. It's it's just, to me, they, they need they need another starting pitcher, at least one, if they're going to contend in that division. Man, you look at the Cubs starting pitching, that's one thing the mm-hmm. Cubs got. They got good starting pitching. Okay. Even with John Lester. Other, look at, if we look at the teams that are in contention right now, everybody needs a starter with the exception. Uh, even the Houston Astros could probably use another starter right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, with the exception of the Dodgers well, yeah. and the Cubs, I think everyone I mean, that's would, where Keiko came from. And the course, Red Sox. Because yeah. David Price just got off the IL now. He's ready to play now. So, But the Yankees need pitching. They're in contention. The Rays could always use pitching. Even though we got a stable of young guys, I think one more veteran wouldn't hurt. You know, mm-hmm. uh, the Astros, like I said, could use pitching over in the uh, AL Central. The Twins probably are set. You know, Jayco, well, for right now. For right now, yeah. I mean, until they get down to their stretch run, then they I, see I what they need yeah. there. And but, because yeah. of their financial constraints, I don't but, really see hey, them this, splat, making a big splash either. Do you realize that they literally are a half a game behind Houston for the best record in the American League? Oh, to Rizzi pitching tonight against the Angels, too, by yeah. the way. <laughs> and I believe they've got the best record in the major leagues, too, right? Who, the Twins? Well, the Dodgers, same thing, 31-17. and 17. I think they have the same record, uh, basically. Uh, they have the same winning percentage. Mm-hmm. Um, the Dodgers are thirty-one seventeen, and they're the best in the National League. Then you've got the Astros thirty-one and sixteen, who have the better winning percentage, one less game. And then the Twins, same same amount of games, uh, or uh, same same winning percentage, thirty and sixteen. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, with the Dodgers being thirty-one and seventeen, um, six forty-six. Actually, it's not the same winning percentage. The Twins have a slightly better winning percentage. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah, the Twins are hot right now, and they're yeah. playing the Angels, who are. Not performing like – well, they're performing exactly how I thought they performed this year. I said the Angels weren't going to be that good. Yep, and I, I called the Twins. I said, look out you for did. the Twins. Yeah, I didn't call the Twins. Not you too did. many people did. Nope. Not too many people did. I was watching something on YouTube the other day, and this guy was – I'm actually going to go see the Twins play June and, 1st. I and uh, there was somebody who was claiming he called the Twins, but his but the guy he was on their show with was calling him out. Mm-hmm. Saying I don't, I don't think you did. He's yeah. like you didn't announce this anywhere. Yeah, no, I said, but I, I, mine was on the air. Did, I did. said mine on the air. Yeah, so there's. I said I wish Rocco Baldelli all the best, but I just don't think it's going to happen. But you're like, no, you you called it. Yeah. You did. I'll give you credit for that. Yeah, I saw but, that. Uh, well, with the Twins, they were a good team coming in. Come, they were a good team last year. They yeah. just needed something here and there. And I think Rocco Belli, 
Rocco Baldelli can find out what find, spot what they need and put it there. And, yeah. and I think he has done that. Well, I'm going to go see them uh, June 1st. It's Tommy Fan Bobblehead Day. So I was yeah. like, oh, I got to buy tickets for that game because I knew I don't. I really tickets. like the catcher Garver, too. That kid's good. Oh, for the Twins? Yeah, yeah I've been using him. Good. Him and uh, what's it? Aust- Austil Tito? Is that how you say his name? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's I, another one that's Aust- been raking. Aust- I can't say it. Yeah. Aust- Austin Adio or something. Austin yeah. Something like <laughs> yeah, Austin Adio. He's another kid like that's that. been raking, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Um, Polanco, of course. If, you, I mean, if you're always looking for Fando, I actually stacked the Twins the other night, and I almost won big. Well, they put up 17 runs yeah, the other night. That was the night I stacked <laughs> them. Oh, you, yeah, yeah I had all the guys I needed to have, too. It was great. <laughs> it was awesome. Nice. It was awesome. I actually wish I would have had a fifth one, because you can have five guys now, basically, so. Oh well, if you use a pitcher, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I wish I would have used yeah. Odorizzi. Is what I'm yeah. saying. Okay, no. If I would have used Odorizzi, no, it's Barrios. It's Barrios. Um, no, wait, Barrios is yesterday. No, it was Odorizzi. No, Odorizzi is pitching tonight. Uh, whoever, whoever was pitching Who was that day. Was no, 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 no. It was Barrios because Duffy pitched okay, last night. Okay, well then, if I would have used Barrios Jose that ba- night, Jose Barrios. Because I think I, I did use him. I think I went with. I can't remember who I went with now. My pitcher, but my pitcher didn't even do all that great. Yeah. And I still ended up almost take almost winning a big night. Yeah, but the Twins are hot. That's because the Twins. Yeah, they're putting up double digit runs, man. That's yeah. nuts. Anyway, but uh, as far and the Yankees using an opener yesterday, by the way. Yeah. J. A. Hat pitches against the Orioles tonight. The Yankees are not off. They have to make they have some make updates. Uh, well, the know, what is the Orioles? What's the Orioles' record against them um, this year? Oh, uh, not good. I is can't it? imagine. Let's see. I, I I don't even know. They played them a lot. I think they played them like eight times already. I want to say they're two and six against them. Maybe three and five. If okay. You, I think. I'll have to look that up. I don't know. They played them a lot, though, this year. They have. That's why I was like, I don't know. For some reason, I thought they'd done better, but I guess not. Yeah. But, you know, that could be a good thing, too, for the Rays. If they if, if the Yankees have already played the Orioles quite a bit, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to look and see how many times they've played this year because they have played yeah, quite I a think bit. We, we only play the Yankees one more time after the All-Star break. Well, that's that's the other thing, though, is maybe the Rays have a lot of games left against the Orioles. And Blue Jays. <laughs> you know, maybe that's why. It's backloaded. Maybe that's kind of why. The, the, <laughs> that's what I mean. Maybe that's why. Maybe that's uh, maybe the Yankees have a tougher part of the schedule coming up compared yeah. to where the Rays will have a lighter part of the schedule coming up. Well, that yeah, be, well, that's what I said. I, that might be the one well, bright spot yeah. here in the schedule. Well, that's what I said. I was like, our first half schedule really is hard because we have a lot of West Coast trips and a lot of short West Coast trips. It's not like we're over there playing the Dodgers and the Oakland A's. and the yeah. Gi- You know what I mean? It's like we're going back and forth, back and forth. I was like, what do we got? Like eight or so? Like, I think we had the most West Coast trips where the Yankees and Red Sox only had to make four or five trips. Mm-hmm. It's really weird. Remember I was, when I was talking about that anomaly in our schedule, which is really weird? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's taking into effect right now. But in the second half, you're, we have an easier schedule, and I think we even have more home games. The problem is is we play better on the road than we do at home. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Yeah, I hear you there. <laughs> All right, let's take our final break. We'll come back and talk some NFL football on 1070 The Zone, where Charlotte County comes to play. Where Charlotte County comes to play, and you're home for Tampa Bay Lightning hockey. Stamkos across the one high slot. Right circle, feed, pull up, score! What a passing play, gorgeous Stamkos to pull up. 1070, the zone. For more information about contests on this station, go to 1070, the zone, forward slash rules. This this is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. But is there anybody who actually believes that the Raptors are going to win this series? Because I don't. I think that the Bucks are going to win it probably in five games. I think the Bucks will come back and win game four, go up 3-1. 
close it out at home in five. Is there anybody who buys into the Raptors as the winners of this series? Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis. Weekday, 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Hey, Bob Alexander here on behalf of Howard's Pool World. I'm with the Golden Hippo, Jeff Collins. Hippo, now that you are retired, would you even consider cleaning your own pool? Bob, one of the greatest moments for my day is watching the Howard's Pool World team clean my own pool. They aren't just in and out. You want the best. You want Howard's Pool World. Call Howard's Pool World today, 625-6007. That's 625-6007. They didn't invent pool service. They perfected it. License number CPC05-33310. It was a rare, successful weekend for the Miami Marlins. Sandy Alcantara needed just 89 pitches. He threw a two-hitter, and the Marlins beat the New York Mets 3-0 Three to nothing yesterday to complete a three-game sweep. A day after being shut out on one hit, the Mets dropped their fifth in a row. They're now twenty and twenty-five, and they had their longest losing streak of the year. They're a season worst five games below five hundred. The Marlins are now thirteen and thirty-one. They came into the weekend series with a seven-game losing streak. They now have their first three-game winning streak of this season. Following an off day, Caleb Smith will start Tuesday when the Marlins begin a seven-game trip in Detroit. The Yankees beat up on the Tampa Bay Rays 13-5 yesterday. New York took their second straight weekend series with the Rays. They moved a half game in front atop the AL East. The Rays had been alone in first place for 47 straight days before the Yankees beat them on Friday night. They came back to score three times in the ninth inning for a 4-3 win. Up next for the Rays, they're off today. They're expected to use an opener for the 14th time this season on Tuesday when they're at home against the L.A. Dodgers. Clayton Kershaw will go for L.A. Kawhi Leonard scored 30 six points last night, including eight in the second overtime, and the Toronto Raptors beat the Milwaukee Bucks 118 to 112 in two overtimes. The Bucks now lead in the Eastern Conference Finals two games to one. Up next, game four is Tuesday night in Toronto. Brooks Kepka closed with a four over 74 for a two shot win at the PGA Championship yesterday. He joined Tiger Woods as the only back to back winners of the PGA Championship since it went back to stroke play in 1958. That gives him four wins in the past eight majors he's played in and makes him the first player to hold two back to back majors at the same time. He also holds the U.S. Open back to back. That's your Florida Sports. I'm Aaron Jacobson. Where Charlotte County comes to play. 1070 The Zone. It's a dog eat dog competition. No doubt. I'll be going like you wish. And I'm out. Cause I ain't got time for hanging around when you flip up my love in all the wrong places. Welcome back to the Larry Tempko Show on 1070, the zone where Charlotte County comes to play. Broadcasting from our Howard's Pool World studio, Bill Siebert joining me live here as we uh, talk a little football. OTAs getting ready to start, and we got some burning questions for all the football teams out there. Well, we can go in alphabetical order if you want, or we can just talk about any team in particular. Uh, actually, we should start with Tampa Bay. Lots of burning questions here in Tampa Bay. Oh, no. <laughs> should we start with Tampa Bay? Yeah, let's start right. with the Bucks. Pick a team. I don't care at this point. Let's well, start with the Bucks. All it's right. Cool. Well, let's start with Gerald McCoy. All right. His wife came out on social media the other day mm-hmm. and said that he's a goner. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I would be very, very shocked if Gerald McCoy plays another down in Tampa Bay. He he has all the bargaining chips are in his 
are, are in his favor. Mm-hmm. He has every every. There's no reason for him to take a pay cut, and no. there is no reason he will take a pay cut, um, especially from this organization. Mm-hmm. Um, they will have to either try. They will either have to trade him or they will have to pay him because he's not going to play. I, I just. I mean, he might report if they if they come down to it, but I don't think so. I I, I really don't. I just think he's done here. Okay. And, uh, I mean, if, well, if it comes down to him having a, having, a, I mean, he could possibly play it, but we can't afford him. That's why I say he's that, done. Here. So yeah, I mean, the, the the Bucks won't have another choice but to cut him, mm-hmm. and that's my point. Is that they trade. won't? It won't. And get nobody to, wants to trade. For nobody him. wants to trade for him because everybody knows the Bucks are going to cut him because mm-hmm. Jason Light is a horrible general manager. Yep. Yeah, he no, can't keep a secret to save his life. Yeah. The only way somebody trades for war or for for Gerald McCoy at this point is if he there's another team. That has salary. That needs to dump salary, and that's why everyone's saying Cleveland Browns because of Duke Johnson's seven million dollars salary. And but and it still doesn't help offset the well, Duke problems Johnson, here. That's a joke, too. To give me a, give me a freaking break. You could have drafted a running back better than Duke Johnson. Instead, you're going to go after a guy. That, that's the other He's thing about this organization. Back. He's a receiver. The Glazers don't give a crap. If He's you, a receiver. If, and unless the fans actually boycott going to the freaking games and boycott doing anything mm-hmm. related to the Buccaneers, mm-hmm. um, that's the only way Jason Light's going to lose his job. Okay. Because the Glazers don't care. All they care about is that they're making money. If they're making money, uh, whatever. They don't care about a thing. They don't care how this football team does. They don't. So, you know what? Well, it, it, to me, to me, Jason Light, it, it, and when people ask me, why is he a bad general manager? Well, because why is it? This is- it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. One reason right, right here. I'll give you an example. Gerald McCoy. Or anybody else that you can think of that the Bucks have had to cut in his tenure. Mm-hmm. Why is it that it comes down to a point to where we have to cut these guys? He has not made one major trade. Like, like and I'm, I mean, as far as trading a player away who is cut, mm-hmm. who is going to be cut, clearly going to be cut, and he knows this going in before any other team knows that he's going to cut these guys. And if he doesn't, he's not doing his job. All right, that's that's one reason right there. And I'm not saying he's never made it. He made a trade for JPP. Yeah, 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 whatever. JPP has given us one good season, and now he's pretty much done as a buck, too. Um, I don't think he's going to come back. He's got a neck injury. Yeah. He's out for the season. Yep. I don't think JPP will return. No. Nope. I don't think he will come back and play another guy that probably oh, won't in, play another down for the Buccaneers. He was in the final year of his deal, too. Exactly what I'm saying. So he probably won't come back and play another. That's I just, $14.5 I million, dollars, by unless the Unless you're going to sign him to a, and take a risk mm-hmm. by signing him to a big Ooh, contract. He's that's, already making 14.5. That's, that's what I'm saying. It would be a risk to bring him back. And, and that's what a bad general manager does. So maybe Jason Light does do that if he's still here. But See, that's what I'm hoping. We get the injury settlement. That saves you some money right there. Hopefully. Yeah, it's going to have to. I mean, mm-hmm. they're going to have to do Gerald McCoy like saves you another $12.5, $13 million right yep. there. So and It's pretty sad, though, that they have to bank mm-hmm. on these kind of things to pay rookies and such. Well, it's bad contracts. It's, that's that's, that's the general manager's bad, fault. And that's another reason mm-hmm. why this guy's a bad general mm-hmm. manager. Mm-hmm. I just I, I just can't get over how people just don't 
Well, like she I said, is. this is my, my this is Especially my problem, with Jason Light. This is my problem. With I mean, Jason isn't Light. this embarrassing for the Glaciers? If you were the owner of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, wouldn't you be embarrassed right now? I just don't think they know how to run a football team. I agree with you. you That's know, my point. They try to they try to They're hand so control. They're so focused on Manchester United right. and what's going on in because England because they know that. Yeah, but when it comes to football, they try to hand over operations to people who they think are football intelligent. You yeah, know what I mean? Not. And it doesn't work out. You know what? They, 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 I mean, they call I mean, a guy I mean, who works for Bill I mean, Rich McKay, it did work out. I mean, yeah, Rich oh, McKay, yeah. they got Rich McKay, but, right? But Rich, yeah, Rich McKay was great. But it Rich took McKay him a while. Was great. <laughs> you know, I mean, but the was... only reason they had Rich McKay was because his father was the coach here for how many years? Okay. That's the only, and then and when it came, push came to shove, well, whose side did the, did the Glazers take? John freaking Gruden mm-hmm. over Rich McKay. And what happened? This team collapsed. Yeah. And they That's what him. happened when Rich McKay left. And they brought in Bruce Allen. Rich McKay and was Bruce the Allen's guy. terrible. And Bruce <laughs> Allen and John Gruden ran this team. And that, that Bruce, Bruce Allen, Allen and John Gruden are the reason why the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are still in a rut today. Yeah, well, Bruce still. Allen, definitely. Yeah. Uh, definitely. Well, John Gruden definitely, too, because John Gruden had more say than Bruce Allen did on what personnel for this yeah, football but, okay, team. Okay, well, let me ask you this. Was it, the, it was the Glazers' idea, yes. though, to give up multiple first-round yes, picks to was. the Raiders to bring John Gruden here to run football operations yes, with was. Bruce Allen. So comes yes, down on the it was. It yeah. all comes back to the Glazers. That's no, my that, point. You know, But you know, you know why they took John Gruden, right? Because they made what? a deal with the devil. No, they tried to make a deal with the devil. The devil didn't want to come here, and that was Bill Parcells. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, oh, yeah. You're right about that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That is why we got Gruden. Right? Yeah, you got Gruden because he wanted somebody who knew football and could win, and that was Bill Parcells. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. And Bill Parcells actually – Bill Parcells used the Bucks as leverage to get his job with Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember that now. And if Bill Parcells would have taken the job here, little does he know he probably would have won a couple of Super Bowls. Honestly, I don't think he would have. I think he would have. I don't think he would have. I think he. I think he got it right with Gruden. Gruden yeah. was the perfect fit here mm-hmm. at that moment. I guess so. I mean, we did all we did need is an offense. You're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you already had right. the defense. Yeah. You know, that's what, yeah. yeah, and that's what and Bill Gruden was. did. Gruden at least put that. Mm-hmm. I give Gruden credit. He mm-hmm. at least put that on the field. Yeah, he came in and he put out an offense and we won a Super Bowl. There you go. And I don't. And think, that's one thing yeah. that Dungey couldn't do. Here, I, I, I think Bill would have got you to the NFC game championship game, but I you would have lost to the Eagles. I think if Dungey would have had a different quarterback other than Trent Dilfer. I really, I still believe if the Bucks would have had kept Craig Erickson and not drafted Trent Dover, they would have been more successful. Mm. I still believe that because he was just a guy that could man- clock manage and just not kill you. Dilfer was a guy that that killed us every single Sunday when he took the field. Yeah, I mean literally. Um, OTAs for the Bucks were last week. Jameis Winston, of course, was there participating. <laughs> he actually looked good. He did throw one interception. Guess who that interception was to? The rookie. Yep, De- yeah. Devin White. <laughs> picked no, him off. The, 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 <laughs> the first, the first round nice. pick. But other than that, he looks like he uh, he's he, he looks like he bulked up a little bit. He yeah, I heard like, he gained weight. Yeah, but he looks good. Well, he, he might need it. Well, he's, he's, he's oh, he's gonna, gonna need to take. Oh, he's gonna need it because I guarantee you. Uh, I, I say get he, he gets hit at least fifty times this year. It's this Sacked is gonna, this fifty is gonna times. Gonna be uh, this is gonna be comical. It really is watching this football team. It's going to be comical watching this offensive line trying to protect a seven-step drop. <laughs> that's what's going to be That's comical. what I'm getting at. That, that's exactly what yeah. I was talking about. It's going to be yeah. literally comical. I guess we'll see in preseason, though. I guess we'll, we'll see in preseason yeah. if they can handle it. And, yeah. and, and all this talk about Duke Johnson and whatnot, I'm, I still am still in I just don't. It doesn't make any sense to bring Duke Johnson here right now. You if don't, you're you don't do need that, a third-down back, man. No. <laughs> you know, if you were going to do that, you should have drafted somebody. Yeah, I, I, we trade some off. We need some offensive line. Uh, I'm, I'm just yeah, and, and uh, like I said, I, this makes me sick. You're going to draft, and this is just an example. Again, another example on how bad of a. It doesn't say a lot for Bruce Arians either, but how bad of a GM that Jason Light is, mm-hmm. and this doesn't say a lot for Bruce Arians either. Um, when you're going to draft a decent offensive lineman in the second round mm-hmm. to help bolster the the weak one of the big, big weaknesses on your team, 
and then the a team jumps up in front of you and takes the the guy you were going to take. So instead of just jumping down and taking the next best offensive lineman, which would have been a better pick than what you mm. took, you then proceed to take somebody you could have gotten in the fourth round. Mm. And what does that say about Bruce Arians? Right. You know what I mean? I don't like, think he like a lot of people were saying, yeah, well, you know, Bruce Arians is there this year. One of the reasons he's there. One of the reasons he's there this year is to make sure Jason Light doesn't do stupid things in the draft. Yeah, that's oh, no, that's not oh, true. Come on, that's not true. That's not true. Because look at the draft. <laughs> yeah. Look at the draft. They did, yeah. they did everything. The stupid. final decision came and out Bruce of Jason Ar- Light. And Bruce Arians was right there with him, uh-huh. though, man. He was right behind him every step of the way. So I don't want to hear this crap yeah. uh-uh. about Bruce isn't Bruce Arians' team. Jason Light draft. Bruce Arians was right there next to him drafting all these guys. Yeah. It was the both of them together. So <laughs> Bruce Arians hasn't shown me jack that he can draft a football team. Right. I agree. I agree. So I, I'm just I'm sick um, over the Bucks. They make me sick the way they they do business. I saw this on social media. I can't. I don't know if this is true or not. Oh, oh, wait. Oh. One other thing too. Dalius Taylor. Mm-hmm. When, did you hear? That, and I'm I'm friends with him on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And he posted something the day he signed with Cleveland that he was so happy to be out of this mess. <laughs> no, so happy to be but, out of this mess in Tampa but, Bay. What does that say? But Larry, what does that say? About this organization. Well, you got a guy who came in and filled in and did one heck of a job. Couldn't wait to get out of here. Well, you're also going into a Cleveland Browns franchise, which is like a a rebirth. (laughs) Yeah, but he was just happy to be out of there is what he was saying. He was like, my God. But I don't know if this is true or not. I saw this on social media. It was posted on a Bucks website, kind Mm -hmm. of Facebook page. And it said that uh, since Mike Smith was fired, the Bucks defense has only been giving up 12 points a game. Is that true? I don't on average, that. I was like, "Really? That that's pretty impressive." I don't that's think the so. Case. I'd have to. I'll look at that when yeah, I have time. Yeah, we'll have to look at that because uh, that's I, the case. I, that's pretty impressive. Seriously, <laughs> doubt that's that's the case. Twelve that, points a game? Yeah, I I can't see that. Maybe yeah. in the second half. <laughs> I don't know. I, have to, I, I was like, I have to maybe look in the that second half of games. I don't know that. I I, uh, I don't know. I know they 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 shut down the 49ers when we went to that I game, but that's the only game I remember seeing them really shut down. I don't know, but if my give, maybe give maybe it's a short term memory. I don't know. Let me see if I can find something. But I don't think that number was correct. No, that just doesn't sound yeah. remotely right at all. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they did better, but not twelve points. Not twelve, 12 points, points is a game. Like freaking Super Bowl. Yep. And they were pressed, and the quarterback. And we would have won. We yeah. would have won more than five games. Yeah. Well, they, they were saying the numbers <laughs> were up across the board. They were like just so dominant. Yeah. Um, so I, 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 I don't know. It still it doesn't matter to me. To me, you still need a, to establish a running game. That's what it comes down for the offense. You, you have a running game that saves that that helps your passing game. That helps your offensive line out. That helps your defense, and that's another critical area, in my opinion, when it comes to Tampa Bay is when you look at the roster and the depth, the running back position is horrible. After Peyton Barber, we don't know what we're going to get out of Ronald Jones this year. We got, what, three yards out of him last season? Um, I'll tell you, you're, in, my 31 opinion, yards? in my opinion, he's he's a bust. He's, and he, he, a lot of people are telling me they think I'm wrong about this, but, you know, the guy can't catch the ball out of the bat, backfield. He can't read defenses. These are reasons why teams didn't draft him, and and the Bucks took him in the second round, were mm. able to get him in the second round. Yeah, he might be fast, mm. but fast doesn't mean anything in the NFL if you're not smart it's and just, you can't catch the ball. USC running backs traditionally have a pretty decent career in the NFL. <laughs> I don't go, I don't look at it like that, though. Yeah, I, look I at, do. I look at I look at, at more individual, to be yeah. honest with you. It's like they're NFL-ready. You know, certain, certain teams or certain schools just know how to put out like Wisconsin, I, I'll always take an offensive lineman from Wisconsin. They just know how to breed them up there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Same thing with USC running backs. They're good for a year or two in the NFL. Usually most of them are. 
You know, even Reggie Bush. Even yeah, granted, he had negative three yards rushing his final year as a running back. But, but still, I don't he know. Put I, I, that's an example seasons. right there, though. I don't think Reggie Bush was a good running back, though. To be honest with you, I, really I don't, don't think. He, well, considering where he's drafted, I no. But if you, just all along, I mean, if you I mean, took I him just, in the third or fourth round, he'd go down as one of the best running backs ever drafted in that position uh, in that round. If he was taken in the third or fourth round. Yeah, you look at his numbers the first five, six, seven years of his career. He's really good. I he, guess. Maybe you're right about you know? that. But, uh, Especially with the Saints because, remember, he wasn't. He didn't have to take on the full be, load. It had to be the fourth. If he was taken in like the fourth round, then yeah, I'd say yeah. Yeah. But he but was taken. You know, I still don't think Remember, it was, was down to him though. and Mario Williams. <laughs> oh, God, that's horrible. And Mario Williams, too, was actually a really good pick for the first six years of his career. After he left Houston and went to Buffalo, they decided, okay, you know what, it's time Do you to remember slack off. what week Mike Smith got fired? Uh, I, I want to say it was like week nine, week ten, wasn't it? Okay. Here, um, actually, I'll tell you. Can you if you can tell me, because I, I will literally... Do the math. All right, hold on, hold on. Let me and go, I'll figure me, this I have, out. I have to Google this. Yeah, I don't have my glasses today either, so I'm, I'm having problems Mike seeing, to be honest with you. Fired by Bucks. I, I thought that it was... story happened on October 15th, 2018. <laughs> fired okay. Monday, so he's fired after October 14th, after the Bucks lost 34 to 29 to the Falcons. Okay, after the 34 29 loss to the Falcons. Yeah, which was October 14th. Okay, I okay, okay. Give, all right, go ahead and talk about something. I'm going right. to, okay. I'm that's when they up. fired Mike Smith and they brought in the interim guy who I believe went to Cincinnati or somewhere now. Mm-hmm. Forgot who that, who, that yeah, was. Yeah, I can already tell you there's no way in the world the Bucks gave up 12 points a game after that. Uh, just right. looking at, I mean, just looking at three I games so far. So. I didn't think so. Just the first three games, they gave up 23 to the Browns. They mm-hmm. gave up 37 to the Bengals. They gave up 42 to the Panthers. Yeah, okay, yeah. There's no a... way in the world it's right. <laughs> okay, no way. I'm going to find out what it is. All but right, I'm going to log on to that Facebook status Hold on, hold on. I'll give you, I'll give you some more, I'll give you some more ammo that on person. that, too, here in a minute. <laughs> you can actually correct him with the right number, because I'm going right. to actually figure it out for you here now. All right. All right. <laughs> Are you, what are you, calculating it? I'm calculating it. Yes, sir, I am. He's crunching numbers over I'm there. I'm crunching numbers on it. All right. All right. Well, you're looking at that. Yeah, that's why I said. Go ahead and talk about something for All a second. Right. Give me a minute to figure this out. Oh, I don't let's need see. A minute. What do we got? We got about a we – got, we got about – And you want the rest of minutes. the season from, from Mike Smith being fired, right? Oh, it was from October, that, so November, that, December, that, so it was halfway through the season. From so what is that it, eight point games? on, okay, okay, yeah. from that point on. All right, I've got a total number if you want that. Yeah, go ahead. 291 total points. In, a half, in how many games? And, yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> like, let me count them real quick. <laughs> That's a season, man. Yeah, dude. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 games. 11 games. 11 okay. games. So that's 291 points in 11 games. All right. 11 divided by 291, that breaks down to about 21 points a game, 22 points a game. I'm actually getting the, the actual number for you here, but yeah, you're right. It is about 20, 26.45. Okay, that's too so high. 26.4. 26.4 is high. 26.4, that's, that's too you high. can be put on your head, that's more than double what you said. Yeah, that's no okay and at all. They, they might be talking about maybe the game against the Niners where we <laughs> held them to nine. <laughs> that was that Or that maybe game. then the next week we held the Panthers to 17. Maybe <laughs> those two games we were 12 points, <laughs> but and I, I I don't know what the heck they're talking about because we gave yeah, up 28 to, to, to New Orleans. Right. Here, here's the list without Mike Smith as our defensive coordinator. I'm just going to go over it with you guys right here, okay? Um, starting, with that first, starting with that first game with the Browns, 23, and then 37, 42, uh, 16, 38 to the Giants. Ouch. Nine to the, Giants. Nine to the Niners, 17 to the Panthers, and then 28 to the Saints. 
20 to the Ravens, 27 to the Cowboys, and 34 to the Rams or to the Falcons to end the season. 38 points to the Giants right there should get you fired. Yeah, so 26.4 is the actual yep. correct number. All right, well, let's see. Tampa Bay Rays are off today. They're back against the Dodgers tomorrow. We'll have that game live right here. Uh, I believe the pregame is at 7.30. Or I don't know. I have to look at the time. They're on the West Coast, so it might know, be a late, late Blues, uh, The Blues play tomorrow night. I believe it's, it is back we'll in St. Louis. That. I believe it's 8 o'clock. So All right. Hopefully we'll be playing Gloria throughout the neighborhood. <laughs> All right. For Bill Siebert, I'm Larry Timko. If we don't see you in the future, we'll see you in the past year. See ya. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.